Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week are opinions on sugar-coated design feedback. Our thanks to Envision Studio for sponsoring this week's episode. man pretty good pretty good uh getting ready for uh a week of incredible busyness um which Mm. explains why we're recording on a monday night instead of uh tuesday night but um yeah really excited for this week so many things happening um supposed to be launching my website uh i'm hosting a design event i have some of my team members uh coming to montreal from toronto um, going to a music festival over the weekend, so lots and lots of things. Damn. Really excited about it. And you've been doing stuff because I've been uh, I've been uh, creeping on your <laughs> Instagram stories. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been completely slacking off. I've been slowly but surely making some progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, I have the homepage that's left, and I have the uh, work page like the index where i have all my projects um and i basically only have one and a half case studies right now <laughs> so but yeah. you had some case studies before right right or like they're up now yeah i just need to like take them and massage them into the new design <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully add like a ton of new ones because these are like two three years old at this point so right but you could you know, uh, launch a new design with the same case case studies, and then you know, in a week, in two weeks, and whatever, then uh, post the new case studies as you as you finish. Yeah, them, absolutely. Right? That's one hundred percent what I have to do. Um, and I don't know even how many I'll be able to have on launch. Like it'll probably be like two or three. Um, All right. So, but hey, uh, at least I'll make it. I think. Um, so I haven't designed the homepage, which is again that's going to be interesting. Because uh, I always struggle with homepages. Um, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, you still have a day left, so you know, plenty of time. Well, sure. <laughs> a day left, but uh, I have to do work during the day, and I have something at night. I was being so, ironic. Yeah, so. <laughs> you know, a day is is not a lot of time. We shall see. We shall see. Um, I've been struggling a lot with uh, CSS grids. So you're using like CSS grids. Um, just CSS grids? Like exclusive? No, uh, with some Flexbox mixed in. Right. Um, and honestly, like my ideal, my ideal tool would probably be a mix of, um, of Flexbox and CSS grids. Basically, all I want is Flexbox with a, um, I don't know, item gap <laughs> property or something like that. Or just like, <sighs> this is the space that it should be between the items. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. rather than having to apply margins and stuff like that. That's kind of annoying. Um, yeah, but like, yeah. I don't know. I've been trying to like create this grid that is going to create like, you know, these layouts where you have like images of like different sizes and like different heights and different positions. Right. And it's really been like, <laughs> you know, that, that's, um, that gif is like, a 
Yeah, Peter yeah, Griffin exactly. with the blinders. That was like with the the American blinders. Yeah, the, yeah that was trying to like pull the blinders down. And it's just like not working. Uh, that's me with CSS Grizz. Like just doing something, saving, reloading, and be like, oh God, no, this is completely wrong. This is not what I want. And then changing something else and then something also wrong but different comes up. So yeah. I don't know. I've been reading lots and lots of CSS tricks trying to trying to ramp up with that stuff. Have you used a grid before or is this the first time? Not you're really. Grid? I've used it only sparingly with like some really basic okay. stuff like like two columns with a space <laughs> in the middle kind of thing. Um Okay. So yeah, this is my first really intense use of it. Um so Yeah, and I mean looking at some of your mockups that you shared uh Spectrum, your that design is like perfect for the technology. Yeah, and when I say perfect, it's like success grid is without a doubt the the tool you should be using. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, it's fun. I that's one thing that I like about doing personal websites is you can kind of challenge the the medium and try to push push things a little bit further and try out new technologies. So yeah. So for the topic this week, I... Yeah, you've been really mysterious about this. No, it's because I don't want to like share it as a topic because I'm still not fully... like It's still an idea. It is very fragile. And I don't want to, I don't want to put it out there before it, it hatches and then it just gets eaten alive. Whoa. Metaphors. Um, <laughs> I've been, I've been uh, thinking a lot about the idea of being very blunt. And like, oh, I don't hold back, and I say things as it is. And I don't, I don't. When I'm giving feedback and I'm talking to someone, I it's I, I'm doing a disservice by sugarcoating things. I should just say it as it is, is how I feel, um, and effectively trust the other person to take it as is and not get like personally hurt or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And we have people in history. They are famous for this, like like you know Steve Jobs, you know famously wouldn't sugarcoat stuff and like yeah I really like it I think it's great but like th there's no need there's just just say it as is and and you know because you're doing it a service to the work to the other person if you don't say it and if you hold back right um, and I was also having a conversation with with a, a friend at work we we're talking about this and uh, she said that like. Anyway, like uh, once we witness uh, these two, let's say, two very good professionals in what they do, right? These two very good, you know, <laughs> very famous pr pr people, um, like working together and like arguing again, like one against another. And like they really didn't hold back. And like from the outside, it was like, oh my God, this is a, this is brutal. But it works. It worked between them. Like they just said as is, and and it, from the outside, it looked like they were really arguing, and like it was a big fight. But they just took it as feedback as it was, and they did never took anything personally. And they, because of that, they were able to. Oh shit! <laughs> just ring a bell. <laughs> um, because of that, they were able to like be very effective in their in their feedback and and how they you know and how they communicate with each other. Uh, if you removed all of the human and all the personality side, 
you can be very effective uh, in communicating your thoughts and your ideas. Right. So all like all the history books and all the famous anecdotes and all the famous people that we know that are kind of like this. And this is, a, I feel like, a trait that is shared amongst, um, you know, successful people. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like you're probably more attuned to this because like you're sort of recognizing that pattern. Um, but there, I'm sure there's tons and tons and tons of really nice, successful people as well. Um, see, here's the thing. I don't think you just said nice. Okay. Sorry. Like, yes. Sure. No, you, you know what I mean? Like, this is not that they're, it can be perceived as them being assholes and like them, they don't care about you, but that's not how they think. Like that's, that's not their goal. I mean, you know, no one is, no one's goal is to be an mm-hmm. asshole, but like for them, they're, they're doing the best thing they can to you and to them and to the work and to everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not like being an asshole is great and being nice is not, you know, as productive or whatever is effective. <laughs> that's not the argument that I'm pushing for. Um, right, right. Yeah. So basically the idea is, um, you want, information to flow freely from one brain to another right so you show me something and i'm like this is terrible i should tell you (laughs) um as a favor that like hey like maybe this is not your best best work and here's all the ways in which that that it's flawed um and ideally that just happens right and then the person will then understand that and we'll hopefully agree and then make things better like that's the whole premise behind this idea of feedback um and honestly like i completely agree like we should always be honest because if like if we're not then you're just you're kind of holding holding back and like preventing the people from improving um assuming that like the feedback you were about to give the person was good feedback because i think that's like a whole other discussion of like whether all feedback is good feedback. Um, but assuming that the feedback that you have to give the person is good, uh, then yeah, I think you, you want, um, you want like the highest signal to noise ratio there and like kind of wrapping all of your individual comments with like positive statements doesn't necessarily always like yield the most, uh, efficient conversations. That being said, <laughs> I think a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people um, uh, are huge, big fans of Steve Jobs and, and like, sure, I'm a, I'm, I like Steve Jobs. Um, they look at the way that he behaved and associate that with, well, if I want to be successful, I have to be an asshole, um, which is like not really... <laughs> I think not really the right conclusion to make here. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. So I think like in an ideal world, sure, you can say and be really blunt about everything you say um, and, and the way that you deliver your feedback. And um, like as you build rapport with other people, you can be more to the point because you have so much shared understanding of like where you're coming from mm-hmm. um, and like what your true intentions are. Absolutely. What I think though, is that in a lot of cases, 
you do not have that shared understanding. You do not have that like shared context that allows you to be so direct all the time. So at some point, like you have to, you have to ask yourself a question of like, do I want to show that I'm right? Or do I want the person to sort of reverse their decision and like take my feedback? Um, Cause you can be like really brash and be like, you're wrong. Like, this is stupid. Like, here's why it's bad, blah, blah, blah. But is the person really going to react well to this? Not necessarily. Like, my, my hunch is that most people would then get immediately defensive. Uh, and as soon as you, you kind of approach them that way, then everything shuts down and they're not going to listen to your feedback. Mm-hmm. They're just going to try to, like, push back. Um, so that's a scenario where I feel like, okay, if you want to really, like... <laughs> if it's just an ego thing for you about proving that you're right uh then sure do that but if what you care about is the end result being different as a result of your feedback then in my experience like trying to uh give that feedback in like a a nice way or like take the person on a journey to like get to the point where you want them to be um, is a mu- I found like much, much more effective way uh, to make that happen. Um, so that means being nice. It doesn't mean sugarcoating everything though. Like it just means like there's a few different strategies that you can do. Like for example, like you can say, I don't want this to sound like I'm not valuing your work. But I just think that this could be improved this way and da da da. And so, like, kind of balancing out a little bit some of your criticisms right. and trying to think, like, okay, what is a negative way to interpret what I'm going to say? And how do I, like, tell them what my intentions are into giving them that really direct feedback? And I found that even though it's not, like, as pure <laughs> in a sense as, like, giving, like, everything straight up like this is this is garbage uh kind of feedback it tends to be more efficient in actually getting results done and out of the door mm-hmm. all right uh I, I feel like we're on the same page we're we're yeah we're going in the same direction at least like line of thinking uh just a couple of things that i want to clear out when i say direct and like no sugar coating direct feedback all that i'm not saying like yeah, no, this is stupid. Now, if you're saying like this is stupid, that's just that's just bad feedback and being right. an asshole. Um, I, I, I'm really like I really want to nail on the the sugar coating thing because I could say this is not the best thing. I think we should do this because of these reasons. That's one way to say it. Or the most common way that most people try to th- say is like, well, actually, no, your solution is good and it has some value if we look at it from this perspective. Light, so, but I think maybe we could even be a little bit better if we do like this way or because of this, right? I just gave you the same feedback, but one was way easier to take, right? Because I'm also, it's like if I'm offering two two negative points, I also want to offer two positive points mm-hmm. like to try to balance that out, the, the whole thing. Um, so it's not like, this is a crap, you're stupid, <laughs> you know? Um, I, I totally agree with what he's saying, and that, that's also like where I'm yeah. where I'm coming from. Like the, the the fact that 
you know the the this anecdote is like you you and your best friend you know you 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 call names to each other all the time and it's fine like you don't get hurt because you know exactly where mm-hmm. they're coming from and you know how they feel about you so if i call you an asshole you're not going to be hurt because you know that i don't think that you're an asshole right <laughs> um and i think in order to get to that optimal level like steve jobs level <laughs> and like, you don't have to sugarcoat anything you have to be you have to have 100% trust in your abilities like i am good at this or whatever you have to trust 100% the other person's abilities and you have to trust 100% that the other person trusts 100% your right. own skills right like you know that you're good in other words you know that you're good you know the other person is good and you know that the other person knows that you're good and once you you really feel very confident and and you know secure in that position i think we can have the this back and forth without sugarcoating. But the problem is, you know, 99% of the the scenarios, you don't get to be in this position. Like, you can work years and years at your company with the same group of people, but you still feel a bit insecure yeah. about your own skills. You still feel a bit insecure of how people are going to perceive your work and all that. I also um, find the Steve Jobs example interesting because, like... Steve Jobs got fired from his own company, like because of this, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, even if you're you are Steve Jobs, like you cannot get away with it all the time, right? Like, and when right. he came back, like he he did change, he did get better at working with other people and like taking other people's ideas. So it's like <laughs> I don't want this to feel like this is like a an easily applicable example to other people, like and. Like I am not Steve Jobs. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm nowhere near this level. This level, and even for Steve Jobs, I think it was like hard, hard to like make it work. Um, right. So, um, and I don't want to be the cliche designer that brings <laughs> up Steve Jobs, but it's just, it's just that you know, a lot of people are familiar with with the persona, so it's just easy to get my point across. Yeah, no, for sure. But, but yeah. <laughs> I brought this up now because it's something you know, I've always been curious about this, but like more than as you, as you know, like I, I we have uh, new people coming in the team and all. So I, I've been dealing and working closely with people that are still new to the team. Right. And, and um, because they're new, because they're starting out, because they're in new, I mean, they could have years and years of experience, but it's still a new environment, still a new group of people. You don't know each other. So you might feel a bit insecure, but you might, feel like you have something to prove so you might feel whatever right um so you just can't um you have to adapt your how you give feedback right. and you have to adapt your your relationship to to these people because they're in a new they're in a different you know scenario they're in a different context so that's why i've been more uh sensitive to this um and more interested in in this like aspects of human psychology yeah because yeah. um, i don't again i don't want to feel like i'm sucking up i don't want to feel like i'm just oh no no you're great you're great and this right. is great but you know i hate because i hate that because when you say a b and c but <laughs> from, from the you know from the other side it can feel a bit disingenuous like yeah Ugh. so i think that's an important part a point to address here like <laughs> That's the one thing I don't like about this idea of sugarcoating things, because um, I don't know. It seems to imply like it's like you're like wrapping everything with like a layer of, of I mean, 
literal literal sugar in this case like but um like i you shouldn't say like if someone shows you something and it's a bad idea you shouldn't tell them this is a great idea but like have you considered this thing like i what i strive to do is never say something that i don't believe so right yeah, and, right. and in some cases, like it might be very subtle, right? Like it might be the difference between saying like, this is a good idea, but and saying this isn't a bad idea, but <laughs> here's why it's not a good one, you know? Um, right. No, and I, by the way, I never I, 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 I don't mean to say that sugarcoating is lying or just saying positive things. I, I think. This is really important to address. Sugarcoating is not lying to make someone feel right. good, because that's not productive for anyone. No, exactly. uh, that's that's a very destructive, actually. But I'm like, if someone gives you a bad idea and everything is bad about it, you could sugarcoat it, saying, "Well, I really like how you are exploring new options and like coming up with new ideas. This idea, though, I don't think it has you know legs to run or whatever." <laughs> so it doesn't sound that bad. I could say, "Nope, this is a very bad idea." I'm sugarcoating. I'm trying to bring up the positives around it and frame it. It's like frame something that is negative and harsh into a very nice, you know. But, but to me, it's like frame. I don't like the idea of sugarcoating because it it like implies that you're adding stuff around it that is not legitimate. You know what I mean? It could take away yeah, like, the like legitimacy to, to me, of that feedback because you feel to like to me it's more like it's important to be to be candid, like be really honest, but assume positive intent, right? And like mm-hmm. what you want to do, what you're trying to do in that that piece where you're like trying to like find the positive angle is to tell the person like I still value your input, and here's like what my intentions are. Like that's what you're trying to signify to the person. And to me, that's not trigger. That's actually really important. And it's kind of the foundation that you're going to use to build upon with your feedback. Um, So that's why it's like, sure, we can, we can use sugar coating if you want, like as a general term that everyone can agree on. But um, I think that's maybe reductive as a term and would like, prefer using some other terms there um maybe but i think like you and i are like pretty much in agreement on on that like like the only counter argument to to that i think is like the johnny ive thing um that like is kind of interesting and like really made me think uh and it's a variation on the steve jobs kind of idea no surprise Mm -hmm. um but his take on that is that being nice to someone when you're like critiquing critiquing their work and sugarcoating things is you're not doing that because you want to be nice to them you're doing that because you are selfish and you want them to like you i disagree with that i used to think that but I don't think that. I think there are real reasons and like real, uh, like I'm going to sugarcoat because I don't want to feel, I don't want you to feel to lose trust in your abilities. I don't want to, I don't want you to feel like you're not good. 
I don't want to, I don't want you to feel like you're not adding value to the conversation. And I value you because if that happens, it's not like, Oh, and then you're not going to like me. It's because your performance is going to take a hit. Cause if you're feeling down and you're not feeling very confident in your abilities and you're feeling, you know, a little bit depressed overall, you're, you're going to do worse. <laughs> like you're not going to be, you know, as happy in a better mood. And uh, like last week's, we mentioned, you know, creativity, your mood affects creativity, your mood affects your skills. So if you're down, your work's going to, you know, take a hit. So, and also you're a person and I don't want you to be sad, but like, <laughs> uh, overall, I think it's not productive to, to, you know, take hits on someone's mood and, and confidence. Uh, I think it's not good for anyone, especially for the work in the company. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But oh yeah, I just I just uh, googled the definition of sugar coating. Uh, I like this: coat an item or food with sugar. That's very helpful. Um, <laughs> but here's one: it says make excessively sentimental. I don't know what this means. I love it though, because again, it's to, to it's to appeal to their feelings. I don't know. Yeah, like I feel like I want to do the opposite <laughs> in my feedback. I want to take away the feelings. I want to be like, this is not about you. Like, not, nothing here is attacking your abilities. We're just no, talking that's about the, whole the point. work. That's the whole point. But that's something that you can't... If you remove and you're not there yet in that same level, then you're removing everything that is sentimental and all the emotion part of it and the personal part of it. But if you do that and you're not in the same level, the person is going to take it personally. The person is going to take all the the harshness of it personally and in you know sentimental perspective. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, let, let me like phrase that differently. Like, you have you have to take into consideration the other person's emotions so that they don't like come into play in like the feed the feedback giving situation. Um, no wonder robots going to take over. Yeah, I mean, it's so much more effective. <laughs> um, when can I hire Dolores for my team? <laughs> that doesn't look like anything to me. These violent designs have violent <laughs> prototypes. I don't know. Jesus. Show title. Hey, um, should, we, should we talk about uh, something that is very cool? We should. Yeah. This week's episode is once again sponsored by InVision Studio. InVision Studio is the world's most powerful screen design tool that brings together design, prototyping, animation, and collaboration all in one place. With a seamless connection to the InVision cloud, it's easy to take your ideas and turn them into great products with one connected workflow. InVision Studio was created by working closely with the world's best design teams and finding inspiration in how they create beloved digital products. Um, unlike legacy tools that were built for graphic, static, and print design, InVision Studio was built specifically for a new generation of designers who are creating specifically for the screen. InVision Studio creates a new visual language for designers to collaborate with the rest of their team involved in the product design process, giving them a way to easily convey their ideas and quickly get stakeholder buy-in. Design teams at Zendesk, Uber, Salesforce, Shopify, hi Kevin, 
and more are already using InVision Studio's rapid prototyping, advanced animation, and collaborative features for their product design needs. Just today, no joke, I used InVision Studio to create uh, this one flow between uh, like a new feature, like a standalone feature that we may be working in. Hint, hint, hint. Um, I used Studio in like 10 minutes to create basically two mockups. So I created the visual design for it. I created a prototype, like a, the animation between things. And it's not just like click here and a new screen comes in. It's like really, you know, advanced um, animation tools. All in the, the, They have like this timeline editing thing for all the animations. Pretty, pretty cool. So I put all that together in like 10 minutes and I send them over to the team to like communicate this idea and boom. That's awesome. Uh, success. <laughs> no joke. So... Anyway, InVision Studio is available now in early access and it's going to be free forever. If you want to check him out, uh, just go to envisionapp.com slash studio. And once again, envisionapp.com slash studio. Uh, and our thanks to InVision Studio for sponsoring Layout. Boom. Sad dishes. Still hungry? <laughs> Like anything, <laughs> you want a snack? Uh, <laughs> By the way, if people listen to the show, like this is the first time listening to this, and we start talking about side dishes, and if you're hungry, it's this is weird. weird. <laughs> uh, I wonder if this show holds up for new listeners every single week. Probably. I don't think probably. so. And they're like, "Wait, what was that? A bell? Why?" No. But, <laughs> People like, I, I feel like people will just ignore the stuff that they don't understand and just carry mm. carry along. Um, mm-hmm. Did you see the new Firefox brand system? No. Where is it? Okay, Firefox brand. What's your brand? <laughs> Brands. Um, What's a brand system? Wait, these are like options? Yeah. <laughs> but they mentioned down below that we are not crowdsourcing the answer. There will be no voting. <laughs> no one is being asked <laughs> to design anything for free. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, sure. Like, I appreciate the sentiment here. But you know that this is going to happen. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Surely. Like, you can't, you can't release something like this onto the internet before it's final. <laughs> just ask for people's nice opinions. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm not... Okay, so I'm a bit confused. So looking at this page, there's they're proposing two systems, right? Yeah. Um, looking at them, like one system is more colorful than others. Like one system has like up to three gradients in a single icon in illustration. Um, another one's a bit simpler. Um, and then I'm not going to read all this, but just looking at it, like okay, so you would have different master brand icons and different uh the browser icons right mm-hmm. um and then these singular singularly focused browser icons what is that is that like icons in the browser itself mm, apps and services no i don't think so i think it must be some other thing i don't know i don't know enough about firefox to be honest <laughs> okay. but i feel like th- these would be very garish if they were in an app like i'm i'm well, assuming that these are icons or logos well it's like brand work because then you, ha- you see all the swag and stuff t-shirts right yeah everywhere. exactly oh th- yeah do you remember do you remember that i have an os 
They have an OS. Firefox OS, yeah. I forgot about that. Like a like a like an Android. I think. I mean, probably can't say that. Do they? Like a phone OS. Because Fire Phone is something different, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the Amazon. Yeah. Fire Phone. Okay, that's but they, not it. But they do. Okay, <laughs> but they do have a. I don't know. I wasn't aware. Of I think this. so. Here, uh, um, Mozilla. Uh, OS. Looking at these two things, it's like, why are they two separate systems? Like, <laughs> just make up your mind already about these icons. Um, and and number two, system number one is clearly better, <laughs> clearly superior. I don't even know why this is a question. Which one is clearly superior? System one. By the way, they killed their Firefox OS apparently, <laughs> and two years ago. Big surprise. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you I actually think, quite uh, like the first system, one is system one. System two is like uh, reminds me of the old uh, Microsoft Office icons for Mac. <laughs> the system one is a bit more coherent with itself. Yeah. Yeah, and the other one, like, what's going on with the gray outline around all the things? Like, it, they all look like stickers to me. <laughs> that's uh, that's original. It's different. Eh. I don't just like that, actually. It's pretty interesting. No, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, I didn't say I like it. <laughs> I, said, I feel like System 1 is more original. I really like how they're playing with colors. Um, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Well, really well overall, I think... They're all good. This is good design work. Um, it's it's very trendy, which means I don't know if this is going to hold up more than like five years. Well, but you who know? knows if Firefox is going to be around in five years? <laughs> what are you talking about? I think that's of course they are. <laughs> Firefox is a very interesting. Uh, com- well, Mozilla is a very interesting company. They're like completely open mm. source, and they're like completely remote, um, like a distributed team. I've met. I've met a lot of people that work at, at Firefox in the most unexpected places, like all over the world. There's always a Firefox person. <laughs> um, so I bet I bet that they do, you know, I bet that they're a pretty interesting uh, company. And by the way, their browser, I don't know if you if you tried Firefox lately. Mm, it's really interesting. Five how years they, ago, maybe? Well, yeah, but like they've, they've really like, invested in in developer tools um right. in the in the developer tool in the browser so like things are hey you're working with with css grid i you know what this is going to be my recommendation of the week boom skipping ahead in, in segments wow. my recommendation of the week is for kevin to try <laughs> firefox css grid wait a minute that's inspector. not how it works it's not homework of the week it's recommendation for everyone of the week. else <laughs> no, no i refuse Pretty cool. Uh, pretty pretty cool. Mm, I don't know. Firefox just go with system one and be done with it. <laughs> Take my advice. Um yeah, these these open things are always really interesting. Um it's like uh <laughs> I was talking to someone that uh had a, a baby recently and uh there's this thing which I didn't really know about, but makes total sense to me, which is you don't tell other people how, what you're going to name your kid before the kid is born. Is because, that a thing? Because then people have their have opinions. It's like, we don't want to hear. I didn't know that was a thing. That's genius. Yeah. So that is a thing. So, but I feel totally the same about logos. It's like, 
do not do not give people the illusion that they can influence us in any way. Like, this is a bad, just recipe for disaster. Because um, even when even when you don't ask for people's opinion and you just launch it, people still hate it all the time, and they're gonna complain about it, and they're gonna want you to go back anyways. Um, so it's already hard enough like that. <laughs> don't pre-announce it. Jeez. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, but I guess it makes sense for Firefox because they're like all about that open source and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Did you ever see that that thing where they have like a like a balloon that when you pop it, it has like either blue or you know pink or whatever? To, oh to, yeah, those are the gender reveal the, parties. Yeah, is that a real like? Have you ever seen that in real life or know of someone who did that? No, but I've been to restaurants. <laughs> where these things have taken place wow that is completely new to me yeah it's millennials i mean yeah i mean i don't know like i want to capitalize on the reveal neither neither of us have kids right so it's like who knows and like maybe like fast forward a few years and then we'll have a different opinion on this um but part of me feels like why does that matter (laughs) <laughs> and so like it seems like a weird thing to celebrate. <laughs> it's like, yay, girl, or like, yay, boy. Like, and like it's like basically we don't care. Like we're gonna ha- be happy either way. So like, I don't know. I don't know what the what the big big deal is here. Again, it's to create drama around the reveal. You know, it's another I, thing I that you guess, yeah. can. I don't know. Sh- I don't know. Maybe maybe we sh- maybe we should ask the people who have kids who yeah, listen yeah. to the show to tell us like. Have like have you done this? Yeah. Like, would you do this? Is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? And why? Really That's what know. I want to know. Yeah, I'm. I'm re- yeah, I'm really curious about that. Like, do, and do the people in your family do they do they really care? <laughs> like we were talking well, about honest and open feedback here. Like, I guess if, <laughs> if anyone would care is your family. <laughs> but but do but do they though? Because <laughs> they <laughs> because they have to be happy either way. Like they can't be like, well, oh not... damn it, I'm I'm mad. Like I wanted this to be a girl. This, this is not like girl. your you know your favorite sports teams against the others. Like it's not the point is not for you to be happy or sad. I hope <laughs> it's it's to create excitement. Like either way, you're going to be happy. It's like you're going to be excited for a girl or be excited for a boy. I guess right. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Did you see uh, if you if you look at the screenshots on that Firefox webpage? Do you oh, we're still on the Firefox. Do you, do you, yeah, do you see the uh, the Android device <laughs> on the, on one of the screenshots down at the bottom? The what? The Android device in one of the screenshots at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Do you see how many icons it has in the toolbar at the top? Yeah, it's like what is one, that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine. There's like nine Those are, play icons or something. Yeah, they look like YouTube things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Android. Like, it's wh- not why? the brand, like, okay? It's like why? Like how is this useful to anybody? And and also like if you're making a marketing screenshot, why would you would you not clean that stuff up? I don't know. Android. classic design review like no 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 but i wanted you right. to focus on the colors and the thing yeah but what about the <laughs> battery percentage 
<laughs> yes, it's at eighty percent. My God, why not make it hundred percent? Yeah, no, no, no. But I, I really want you to okay, focus so on the on the mood off, and the brand and we've the pissed style. Off all the parents, all the Firefox <laughs> users, and uh, who else? I'm sure we've pissed off other people. Did you say all the parents? Yeah, all the parents. Yeah, <laughs> always all the time. Um, yeah. <sighs> we're very sorry on behalf is of this all a show? of Canada. Yeah, this is a show. I think this is a show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, why not? So, um, yesterday for the first time, I finally um, mapped the caps lock key to escape on my MacBook Pro. Oh, okay, cool. Um, have you have you done this? I have not. So yeah, okay, but you do have the touch bar, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. I was listening to a talk show and uh, Marco and, and Gruber were talking about keyboards and shit. And um, they mentioned this again and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me try. Cause it's always awkward hitting the escape key on the, on the touch bar. It's like, I'm not going to say, oh, I can't do it or whatever. Like it's fine, but it's a little bit more annoying than it used to be. <laughs> um, and so uh, I mapped it to the capsule key. So now it, it's taking me a bit of time because you know the motion to to reach the escape key is different, and you just reach it with your with your pinky, which is kind of handy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so far, so good. I'm really I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I prefer it to reach it over the touch bar. Cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't don't type the escape key that often. It doesn't really bother me. On oh, the, what do you mean? Yeah, you do. So you don't use the escape key to dismiss uh, models. Nope. You don't use the escape key to clear out the unread thing in Slack. Mm, sometimes, yeah, but all like, the time. I'd, but I'd say like eighty percent of the time I'm using this computer, I'm sitting at a desk with a full size keyboard. Okay, fair enough. So it's like the maybe twenty percent that I'm at a laptop. That's fine. <laughs> Doesn't bother me that much. Um, it might still be an improvement. I don't know, but I feel like I have so many years of muscle memory of pressing the escape key in like the upper hand corner that it'd mm-hmm. be hard to rewire my brain to <laughs> make the new shortcut work. Um, but did you, you find that what? you've adjusted? I... Like that you don't reach? For well, the I did key this. Anymore? Like I did this. I did this today. Literally oh, today. Okay. This morning. So we'll see. So I had a day. I had a day. Uh, like probably a third of the time, I remember to hit that. The other was like. I, I I reach out to the, for the escape key and they're like ah oh, shit no I should have so it's gonna take you know it's gonna take a couple of days probably I can report back but uh, is this interesting no so <laughs> did you put you know some what? I just realized tape that I, on your keys I just realized that in order for this to work I have to map it the same in in my iMac so I'm doing that right now yep. so caps lock key by the way for listeners who you know would like to do this. Uh, you can do this if you're on your Mac. You can go to System Preferences and you go to Keyboard. And then you go to Modifier Keys. And then in the Caps Lock key, you have a little drop down and you map it to Escape. Press OK. And uh, boom. Done. Look at this me. Look at me escaping stuff so easily. <sighs> Anything else? What's happening? By the way, this MacBook Pro, man, I got a new fancy MacBook Pro. I can, you know, Build to order because like the company will handle it, and it's. And I've been, you know, I had credits to spend. <laughs> so anyway, I built a very good, capable machine, built to order, and I'm really excited because I'm finally going to have 
a good modern MacBook Pro, and then it arrives, and one week later, there are new models coming out. <sighs> one week, man. One week. <laughs> well, you know, they're only slightly better and faster. Yeah. And won't break yeah, as much. And <laughs> I I started this trying to like make you feel better and then I turned uh-huh. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, do you have recommendations? Should we should we do that? Uh, yes, yes, I do have. Yeah, I do have a recommendation. Um, I want to recommend the new season of Design Details, which may be a bad recommendation wow. because probably <laughs> everyone that listens to this also listens to Design Details. But in case you don't, um, basically our friends. Uh, Bryn and Brian used to be doing this show together uh, and it was an interview show where they had lots of amazing guests on uh, and then they had us at one point. Uh, <laughs> um, Distinction, you know, noted. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and uh, now they're starting season two. Um, so Bryn is leaving the show. He's going to do whatever he does. CEOing Spectrum, I guess. Um, and Brian's continuing to do the show with uh, Marshall Bach, which is new guest. Uh, and I was a huge fan of... What was the name of the old show that they used to do? Vicarious. Vicarious, Vicarious. yes. Um, and Marshall was definitely my favorite uh, <laughs> of all of them. <laughs> so I find that I naturally gravitate towards uh, Marshall's opinions. Uh, about things um, yes. at least in terms of like pop culture kind of things so uh, really excited to have him um, on the show and I'm like definitely um, going to be listening every week to this new season so if this is something that sounds interesting to you and you haven't heard of design details where the heck have you been for the last few years but also check it out <laughs> I'm really excited about this. Uh, both Marshall and Brian, like I consider them good friends, and uh, I missed on the whole vicarious thing. Uh, I, I met Marshall after the show mm-hmm. has been has uh, you know has come to to an end, um, so I never really went back and listened to it. Uh, but like I love Marshall, and, and honestly, so this is going to be my first time you know seeing Marshall in this podcast context, uh, <laughs> which I got to be honest, it's very weird when you. Or listen to a podcast by two of your friends. Right. It really changes the dynamic. It's like it's it's weird. Like I was still listening to Immutable with Brent and Sam. It was like it was weird because it was me catching up on whatever my friends were talking about. It's <laughs> it's a very weird, you know, dynamic. It changes a little bit. Yeah. But I'm really excited to see Marshall uh, and Brian together. Um is this the first time they're doing a show together? I think so, right? Was Brian no, Brian was on Vicarious. Again, I didn't listen to the show. So yeah, yeah, know. I'm pretty sure he was. was it? Okay. It was, so anyway, I feel like it was Bryn, Brian, Sarah, Marshall, and uh, Sertino. God damn it! No, I, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Oh my god! All the Sertino puns. Holy crap! 
I feel like you have to go back just for that. Okay, so that's my second recommendation by Carius. Okay. Go listen to the old <laughs> okay. episodes. And I mean, they're about movies and uh, comics and like stuff like that. So you can okay. just go and watch them. And I don't like they're not losing value over time. Uh, so yeah, right, I'll, I'll most definitely do that then. Yeah, sounds fun. All right, uh, great. So the Sunday toast. Yes, um, go listen to it. Is uh, episode two out yet? Good question. No, no, I only listen to the like. We're gonna start a new show, right? Episode. Uh, anyways, we'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, one mm-hmm. thing to note is they're changing the format a little bit. Um, so rather than being mostly about interviews, they're gonna actually like break down some of the details of some design things, uh, which is gonna make sense with the title. Um. So, yeah, it should be a really interesting new format. My recommendation was Firefox, but also <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend uh, the new season, season th- uh, six, I believe. I'm very wrong. Oh, yes. Of, uh, Orange is the New Black, which is a show on Netflix. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a pretty popular show. It's, it was one of the first Netflix shows, uh, you know. With House of Cards, I think. Anyway, it's a very good show. And uh, this season, I gotta say, like, I. Uh, don't spoil it, it, don't spoil it, don't spoil it. I'm not, I'm not gonna spoil that. Easy, dude. Okay. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that to you and our dear listeners. Right. Um, I just wanna say that the season, like, it's a very different season. Uh, I don't know if you watched it, the, you know, watched the pre- previous one, but it ends, like, a lot of stuff is gonna change. Uh, that's probably anything. So it's a very different season it's probably the most different from all of the other ones Hmm. um so i can see how that might turn some viewers off a little bit uh but i just want to say that because it's different it was weird in the beginning but but give it give it a couple episodes and you will set into this new uh, dynamic if you will and so i'm on episode nine i think there are 13 episodes so i'm almost there um and it's and it's pretty solid so it's pretty good Cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I, I like. I saw. I got the notification for it like mm-hmm. a month ago. I got really excited and I thought it was out immediately. So I like was trying to like Same. find it, and then I kind of forgot about it. And Same. now it's just like it was out, and I haven't watched any episode of it. Um, I've always found the marketing around Orange Is the New Black to be the weirdest. I, I don't know about you. Um, but Welcome. it seems like all the marketing and I haven't really paid attention to the marketing around the season six, but all the marketing around Orange is the New Black is typically like very dramatic, <laughs> makes it feel like, or sound very depressing when mm-hmm. like, this is actually a really funny show. Um, <laughs> yeah. but all the trailers, yeah, like that, they're like always surgery. all like super depressing. So yeah, I don't know. I don't they ne- yeah. They never there. frame it as a funny right show and which i for me like that's overwhelmingly the the feeling of the show Mm -hmm. but hey dude can i ruin something for you no not spoiler wise no like when is it can i just show you the arrow in the fedex logo Mm. type of thing Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i'm really not sure how i feel about this okay well never mind yeah, is it going to affect my enjoyment of it? No. Are you sure? Yes. 
It's it's one it's one it's one tiny thing in the intro in the the the, the little intro thing. Okay. It annoys sure. the crap out of me, okay. and I don't like I don't I just don't understand why this happens. Mm. So, and uh, so I'm I'm sending you the last frame of the of the opening of the show. It's a new screenshot. Is it a new We're intro gonna, or is it the the old? No, intro? it's same intro, same intro. Um, I'm gonna put this in the like in the chapter cover. So, if you're looking at your phone right now, you should see it. Do you see how the barbed wire fades? Yeah. In the clouds <laughs> yeah. in the top right corner. Yeah. Why is this a thing? Why? Because what they're saying is this is a you know a Photoshop a composed image of this fence and the sky backdrop thing. Why is this not a real? Like why? I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't understand <laughs> what's going on. Well, there's multiple ways to explain it. Like one, like this is not very good barbed wire. Like like that's not what barbed wire actually looks like. <laughs> um, so. Well, you don't know. They could you have the prison version of barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a very fancy, you know. I don't modern know. We'd have to research wire. it a little bit more, maybe. But um, okay. <laughs> like I can see how it like maybe it's supposed to loop with like the next one. I mean, I'm like going over it with my mouse, but I guess you can't see that. But, um, like if you like, there's another one. Like there's what another are you line talking right, about? that like touches the top of the frame. Like I could see how these things are supposed to connect. Um, so there's two possibilities. One, there's like exposure thing going on, which would be like there's there's actually like this is visible, but there's a reflection. Um which means that like it's just like getting clipped at the top and then it's supposed to connect back um or and actually the more that i think about it the more i think it's two things it's the clipping of the highlights and two it's the fact that the clouds were probably added in uh after the fact oh uh, no i got no <laughs> here i have no doubt that the reason this is the way it is is because this is a very bad Photoshop and like mm -hmm. maybe someone try to argue like it's an artistic decision, but like, Oh no, it's clear. But no, no like this is just bad Photoshop. It's not an artistic, the, the, the real yeah. blending of the thing. No, exactly. Yeah. You shouldn't read anything into that. Terrible job. Anyway. <laughs> Well, but, you know, these things often get created very last minute, though. Like, sometimes they create something for the pilot last minute, and then it's just like, well, that that's what it is. <laughs> it just stays. Do you know the literally unplayable meme? Mm, no. <laughs> I don't think so. It's like it's like a meme. I, I don't know. I saw it on Reddit. It's like... It's it's about video games. Like someone, some someone will post a screenshot of a video game, and like you can see a bug. So, for example, maybe it's a Grand Theft Auto screenshot, and like a person is going through a, a, a electric post, post oh, okay. or like going through a car. Like those bugs that happen in games, and the caption is like literally unplayable. So, <laughs> <laughs> and like this is like literally unwatchable. Like right. I can't watch it because of this thing. <laughs> uh, well, well, meme. if that keeps you up at night. 
Dude, I thought that of all people, you would have my back on this one. I don't really. Apparently I was wrong. <laughs> it's like, but it, I, don't know. I, don't know, I don't know. You should have sugarcoated this. But it's also... Full circle. I also feel like my expectations for Orange is the New Black is like way lower than it would be for something else. Like, if it had this in Westworld, then I'd be all over it. But in Orange is the New <laughs> okay, Black, it's just like, eh. That's just like... So that's... Another one of these things. Another one. Yeah. But what's right. Westworld would be like, oh my God, what do they mean? Like, is this the meaning of life? Like, is this... It would be literally, literally unwatchable. Yes. Yes, exactly. Literally. Uh, before we go, I just re- remembered we have follow-up. <laughs> that we haven't. We have follow-up at the end? What is this? Well, I don't know. This we're in a different schedule, so it's everything is all over the place. All bets all are right. off. What do you want to follow up on? Uh, so last week we posted the show on uh, Designer News, and I think there's probably like a whole interesting side discussion on like how can we be number one with two votes on Designer News, uh, which maybe says a lot about the state of Designer News at this point, but mm-hmm. um. But still, I think like the general opinion of of people on about designer news would be that the comments are very low quality there. Do you think that's fair to say? Uh, I think that generally like overall, when people talk about designer news, it rarely is talking about how the comments are really great. Um anyways, I think this comment that we got on Designer News is the exception to that. Uh, it's a really long, really in-depth comment um, talking about the show. And I think it does it in a... Uh, like, I don't necessarily agree with everything that was said, but I feel like it does it in a really nice way and like kind of explains their thinking in in depth and in detail and actually provides value. So... Um, we're definitely going to be putting a, a link in the show notes. Um, thank you, Dirk. Uh, I l- really appreciate your comment. Um, there's a lot of interesting things in there. Uh, it also like one thing that's interesting about reading these comments is sometimes you realize that some of the stuff that you said doesn't necessarily match or doesn't like, I can basically, I can see how some of the things that we said in the show can be interpreted in such a way but it's just because we haven't there's it's not like a direct download of my brain uh and it's a lossy conversion when uh you're speaking uh <laughs> so um he talks a lot about like the this idea that design is not art um and like basically defining uh what creativity is and maybe we shouldn't like talk about how Creativity is hard to define or hard to achieve. Um, uh, what else is in there? Um, yeah, like he talks a lot about um, ground your ideas in knowledge, grounded in rules, which I think, again, I, I think that's all positive. I don't think it's uh, in direct opposition with creativity. Like for me, it, these things very much play hand in hand together. Um like you for me creative creativity is more of a feeling like how do i feel do i feel creative but then i can i can still work without creativity like this is fine this is just less enjoyable for me <laughs> um but i'd say most of my work is not 
like my work is not art like i it's purely and like the way that i come to a solution is not sit in a white room for hours until like magic inspiration comes to me it's hard work and like my first version of anything that i do is terrible and then i keep working away at it and then eventually it doesn't suck as much until a point where i'm like you know what this is fine <laughs> this is not perfect <laughs> this is not as good as i would ideally want it to be in with the image that i have in my head but you know what i'm getting diminishing returns and i'm gonna stop working on it um so but yeah I don't want to sum up this entire comment because I like is he really put in a lot of time to go in in depth. So I highly recommend that you all go go and read it. Make your own opinion on the comments versus some some of the things that we said. Uh, and if you have more thoughts, add them to the to the thread. Like let's like why not have a, more of a conversation? I think this is really cool. Um, and huge uh, thanks to Dirk again for. This awesome comment and for listening to the show and to prove designer designer news wrong yeah yeah exactly it's amazing so, thank you cool. so much i'm gonna yeah this is a lot i haven't seen this uh, uh until now so i'm gonna i'm gonna give this a read and uh i'll try to follow up in the thread so all right, we reached the end of this show. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. Uh, if you want to talk to us and follow up on whatever we said, or if you want to give us your recommendations, you can do so by um, by going to spectrum.chat slash specfm slash layout. We're going to have a new thread there. We also have our very, uh, would I dare to say, very popular uh, thread on the Layout Redesign Your Website Month. It's coming to an end. Uh, but it's a very juicy and a very inspiring uh, thread right there. A lot of people are, are sharing their work and their progress. And it's, it's, uh, it's amazing to see. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. We are at LayoutFM. I am at Rafahari. Kevin is at VernalKick. Um, if you don't want to type this into your browser or phone, you can just type the links. But uh, Rafa, where are the links? Well, if you don't want to use your uh, podcast app of choice and where it, you know, it probably has show notes, you can go to layout.fm. That's our website. And uh, in the, this episode's thing, you can you can find all the, the show notes there. So we have links um, to everything we mentioned, all of our recommendations, all of the Firefox brand systems and, and stuff. <laughs> um, so... Make sure to check it out. This episode was sponsored by Envision Studio. So once again, check them out at envisionapp.com slash studio and our thanks to them for sponsoring us. And uh, lastly, this show is part of Spec FM Network. This is a podcast network and um, they don't have just podcasts. They also have a bunch of uh, cool resources for uh, designers and uh, developers alike. And they also have a brand new redesigned website that brian lovin put together and um it's fresh it's still hot uh just came out like a day ago or something uh so make sure to sp to check out brian's work uh amazing work and uh check out their website at spec.fm on the webs and uh as always buddy i'll see you next week bye bye <laughs> i'm always bye. awkward <laughs> i never know where okay. I'm, when i'm supposed to yeah. talk see you next week okay uh maybe bye <laughs> adios um <laughs> i'll be <retarded>. <laughs> <laughs>